Hey you, I just wanted to make a podcast episode and give you some little pieces of love. Um, I just watched a TikTok and that's what kind of sparked this and it's, it's not the problem that it's raining, it's the problem that you think that it shouldn't be raining and I always think that there's something wrong with me, um, I talk about this all the time, I disassociate, and that's like one of my biggest lessons in this lifetime, I think, is how to be grounded and how to stay that way, or how to teach people how to be grounded, or to find communities in which help ground me and regulate my nervous system, and it's not that there's anything wrong with me, it's that I think that I should be different, it's that I think that I should be, I'm not, it's not that I'm unpatient, it's that I think that I should be more patient, it's it's these things that there's there's nothing wrong with where you are or what you're thinking and and to meet people where they are not where you think they should be and that's something that I did not know what that's what I wanted until I heard it on the last podcast podcast episode with Christine where it's like you need to meet people where they are you don't need to change them but just accept that that's where they are in life and As soon as we can do that, even with ourselves and have that patience of, I can meet myself just where I am and I don't have to be anybody. If I need to be pissed off, if I need to have rage, if I need to, you know, be sad or I'm really happy, then that's what I'm going to be. That's what I will be. And that I don't need to be anything else in this moment. We constantly think that we have to be different. And that's something that's so hard when you're around I honestly don't know the sentence that I'm wanting to say is even like, you know, there's been so much that has happened in the past. A lot of things went down Wednesday. Um, So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's been six days, two more days until it's been a week of, you know, wildness. And um, I was living with my friend and we kind of had a falling out and now I'm living on my own. Um... Or not on my own in the way of like completely alone. I'm living with one of my siblings and it's been a change. I came um, out here, out west to find out what I was going to be doing next. I know that I knew that there was going to be a lot of change. I didn't realize that it would be this drastic or this painful to certain degrees. Um, but there's been lots of change and... Um, so yeah, I I moved in with a friend, lived with them for a few months, and then it just didn't work out anymore. And although I have a lot of feelings towards it, and I, you know, I don't have peace with it right now. I don't have to pretend to have peace. I'm also bar park. There might be like children laughing and stuff in the background, but um, I don't have to have peace with it. I keep thinking that like, oh, like this person, like they. They seem like they have so much peace with it. Like, all they're doing is posting good things. And I'm posting, like, stuff like, there's challenges in my life and all these things. And when people can't admit that they're upset, too, sometimes it really upsets me. But I also realize that I do that. Like, in arguments or in sometimes communication, I wanted to say I'm fine and move on because I don't want to feel like I'm too much. Or if I bring up a subject... They might want to talk about it. And am I really even wanting to talk about it? I don't know. And right now I feel like my trust has been like... My trust for others has... 
kind of tanked down and I, that's also allowed um I'm reading an audiobook right now I might go grab my journal and just like read some pieces of it but I need to just thank people for the lessons that they've taught me and when this first happened and I I felt a lot of things and I felt a lot of anger moving out and moving into this new space and then moving out again in like a week and a half <laughs> oh so much that I just want people to not think that I have to be anything other than where I am you know I will talk to some of my friends um about just like the space that I'm in and they want to change me they're just like well look at it as a learning opportunity or look at it as this and I'm like no I don't want somebody to tell me that it's going to be okay right now I don't want somebody to say oh you'll know the lesson I don't want somebody to say like this is all happening for a reason I just want them to meet me where I am and I want them to be like yeah it fucking sucks like that circumstance fucking sucks dude like it sucks ass and I want them to just say that to me I don't want them to think that I have to change that I have to be all goody two-shoes or all good love and light when no being human is experiencing it all if I'm pissed off if I'm you know sad and angry and grieving and mourning I'm going to be staying in that and if people cannot meet me when I'm also not always like high vibrational also there's no high vibrational and low vibrational I'm realizing there's just experience there's just existence and Sometimes it also tickles me the wrong way when somebody's like, oh, well, this is how to stay high vibrational all the time. I'm like, no, that's that's not the way this human existence goes. You're not supposed to be always happy and giddy. You know, you're supposed to allow yourself to be sad and depressed or anxious if you need or feel what you need to feel. You know, you do not have to hide that for anybody. I often feel like I have to say that I'm good because... I'm scared somebody can't hold that space for me, but I'm realizing that all I can do is hold that space for myself sometimes. And even though I hate admitting that to myself and I love having somebody I can lean on, which is always nice. We always want that. Um, sometimes that lesson is just bringing ourselves back to where we are and being okay within that. And it fucking sucks. Like, I know intuitively that I was going to have to somehow figure out how to trust myself more and even though it's given me a circumstance that again doesn't feel the greatest all I can do is say it didn't feel the greatest and I will admit to myself that I will know down the line like people have been asking me um how I've been doing and I'm just like honestly not the greatest but then I will say but I'll know down the line and I even say that just so they don't have to worry about me but what if I want people to worry about me? What if I want people to give me that attention that I deserve, you know? I don't have to shut myself down just because I'm scared that they can't hold space for me. Or, I, like, they can. the best thing you can do for somebody is just say, you know, I love you and feel what you're going to feel. Like, that's something that I'm encouraging to. Somebody will come to me and they'll say something like, who want advice on something or they want me to hold them while they cry or whatever the circumstances and they're excuse me they're like um I they'll tell me what they're feeling and I'm like good feel into that like I'm not gonna tell you that you have to be um 
anything and I, I know I keep I kind of sound like a broken record I keep repeating the same thing but it's such a big thing that's been on my mind that just needs to, to get across to people um but that there's also nothing wrong with you it's just what you think is wrong with you you know and then when you think that you're crazy it's because you're denying a piece of yourself I remember being in the car after having a bad panic attack and like moving through a panic attack after watching this um the second avatar movie and we ended up having to move like leave the movie theaters early like only like an hour into the movie because I was so overstimulated and I felt so bad but they're like no we understand so we were driving back I was again trying not to have a panic attack and I was just like telling them and my one friend um was just like you something to do with I I told her I feel like I'm going crazy and she's like when you feel like you're going crazy it's because you're denying yourself something and even when I have a headache or even with you know when there's really really hard emotions and you feel like you just can't move past them it's usually because there's resistance and you want to pick the path of least resistance and that means surrendering and allowing yourself to not have control right then is where when you're going to find a little bit more peace that steps within this this limitless place of flow like that flow state of source of universe of god and when you can really step into there it's like oh okay cool like i i was resisting but as soon as i admitted that thing to myself it's not as bad and i remember one time just a small example is like when you're like having a sleepover with a friend or living with a friend for a while you might share a bed with them And, um, sometimes when I share the bed with somebody, it makes me really anxious because growing up when I would move a lot, somebody would always like yell at me and I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. Like I have to move. And so I feel like I have to lay there stiff as a board, but I'm uncomfortable. And then my heart rate goes up or whatever. And when somebody else moves and I'm trying to sleep, then I get jolted awake. And then that also causes me anxiety. So I'm just like, normally I'm just like, okay, we need to, we have our own beds. We just need space like I'll sleep on the floor if I really need to but I just can't share like the same direct space as somebody for like eight hours long maybe if it's a nap but not eight hours and so I was not firm on setting that boundary and my friend wanted to sleep with me and I was like oh god no um inside but I was like you know what I'll accept it I need to move through this I'm going to challenge myself But I was just tossing and turning all night. And then we ended up having to get up at like 5 in the morning to something. I think we were going to go to the gym. We decided not to. But I was so, I was like nauseous in the morning. And I had so much anxiety radiating from my stomach to my throat. And it felt like emotional vomit. I was like, I hate this feeling. And I was like, I think I need to admit something. And they were like, what? And I was like, I cannot have somebody sleep with me right now. Like, I'll let you know when I can share a bed again. But right now is not the time. Um, and they were like, thanks for, you know, admitting that to me. And I was like, you're welcome. Um, the other thing is like, when somebody sets a boundary with you, is telling them how thankful you are for them to be setting that boundary. And that also kind of reinforces to your subconscious brain that it's okay to set boundaries. So I'm a person that really struggles with like saying what I really want in life or, um, you know, when I I might not like something, but I might let somebody like still like do that thing because I don't know how to set that boundary. But when people set boundaries with me, even though it might be a kick in the gut in the moment where I'm like, oh, wait, was I crossing a boundary? And maybe I was. I'll just say, thank you for saying that. Thank you for setting that boundary. I appreciate it. And I will understand 
or I do understand. I sometimes even have to fake it till I make it. And that's something too, if you're a people pleaser, it's it's thanking those people that aren't people pleasers for setting boundaries because then it reinforces your subconscious mind to say, oh, it's safe to, because often people pleasers also, the reason why we're scared to set boundaries is because we've had people set boundaries in the wrong way when we were kids. Like the way my parents or my some of my siblings would set boundaries was yelling at me and making me feel terrible. And so I was like, I don't want anybody to feel that way. So I am really, really bad at setting boundaries. Or like, for instance, also I hate conflict and I was watching this video and it's because when me or my parents would have a conflict or me and my siblings would have a conflict, it was never resolved. It was swept, it was swept underneath the rug and then there was no accountability taken. So my parents would scream at me or my, one of my siblings would like fight with me, but it would just be swept under the rug because they didn't want to talk about it anymore, but they would blame it all on me. When we couldn't talk about it, they didn't want to talk about it any further. They didn't want to take accountability. I couldn't have a chance to take accountability. And so conflict for me is it immediately shocks my nervous system. I like shut down. I get small. I get quiet and I will hyper isolate. I will do my own thing and I will avoid you for as long as possible. If you yell at me, if you make me upset until you come to me and you apologize or something like that, or you're like, okay, let's talk about it. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lash out that way. Cause one of my things too is I don't yell at people and I won't yell at people because I often think people are always angry at me and I don't want anybody to feel that way. But if I am upset, I will often go and I'll text them first and I'll just be like, get everything off my chest in that moment. And then like, I'll have a chat with them about it or we'll just chat about it over text and then we'll move on just because sometimes that feels safer but I'm also realizing that life is not that complicated and there has to be boundaries for some things but there does not have to be boundaries for everything and I've met some people where there was boundaries for everything and this might sound like a red flag to some people and doesn't have to make sense to everybody but some things in life we have to be challenged by and it doesn't have to be a boundary side it can just be okay I'm going to challenge myself a little bit with this and some things there does have to be a firm boundary um but I have a really hard time when people are like their whole thing is I need to set a boundary for this I need to set a boundary for that and I'm like I feel like I can't even speak or act around you anymore without you being upset that I did something you know and I don't know how to furtherly explain that but life is also about challenging yourself if something makes you really uncomfortable of course speak up about it but you can't make somebody feel bad about everything that they do that's not okay. You also have to take accountability that some things they don't need to be talked on in full detail, that it just has to be a thing. And I think that I'm, I've been learning a lot about communication and I think that is awesome of me. Um, I think that I've thought too much about communication though, that I'm just supposed to survive as well. And I was telling my mom, this was a couple months ago, I think like four months ago, where me and my friend had like a dispute and I was like trying to get another perspective. My mom's kind of like an army drill sergeant. Like she is very cut and dry, black and white. She doesn't really know how to show a whole lot of empathy when she does. It's very like, I guess, yeah, cut and dry. Um, and I was telling my mom how like my friend was triggered with me and how we've been going back and forth in all of our triggers. My mom's just like, you can't tell somebody every single one of your triggers. Like she was like, me and your dad trigger each other. But it doesn't mean that every single one has to be talked about. It doesn't mean that every single thing that we do has to be an issue. It's that's the way the person is. And you can either love them for that 
on those like for instance I felt like I was just in a connection where everything that I did was deemed annoying to some level and then the person would say like oh yeah well I didn't like that you did that and I was like that's just me living like I can't do this where every single thing that I do seems like a a not allowance you know that's not cool because people often everybody's gonna annoy you people are gonna trigger you but sometimes they're triggers that is a you problem and not a their problem because when you bring it up to them it makes them insecure if it's gonna make them insecure then just don't say it you know if it's out of love and it's out of like a childhood trauma trigger then yes talk about it um so I felt like in this last connection I could not breathe in that reality and there's nothing against them it's just that I could not do that they might work better with other people doing that but me I just could not it was I felt like I was constantly in annoyance and then when I would be like are you angry at me they'd be like no but then soon to realize that they were kind of angry at me and um and I realized that I kind of did that to them too because I was kind of reflecting back um but that's just that's something that I can't do and I won't do in further relationships is um yeah, people are going to annoy me, but I have to accept that about them. And I will love that about them because annoying is only the things outside of the normality. And normal is literally just a statistic on the collective of people doing one thing. That's what's considered normal. And anything outside of that is annoying or not okay or weird or crazy. And I'm learning to accept people the way that they're going to show up in the world. I accept people so unconditionally. My friends, some of my friends do things that make no sense to me, but I'm like, it's not something that I need to talk about with them. It's just something that I have to accept about them because it makes them unique. You know, some of my friends do things that are way out there to me in my brain that doesn't make sense, but I'm not going to go there and set them and criticize them. Of course not, because I do things that some people will probably be like, what the fuck is she doing? But I don't want to be judged or criticized. I'm not going to change that about myself, so I'm not going to let anybody else change that about me. It's either you radically accept that about me or you can move on. And that's something about me, too, is after I did not realize that until I've been challenged with this new now old connection where these things, I have to accept them about myself. And if somebody does not like them about me, I will leave. And some people they don't understand that they're like no let's keep fighting let's keep fighting and I'm like no it does not feel good anymore and I will not continue this connection I will not continue or further what's happening because this is this is not okay for my for my lifetime it might be okay for you in somebody else's lifetime in this connection but not for me and that's okay too if you need to pull away and you need to say no more I no longer want a connection you have to do that for yourself. And yeah, it fucking sucks when it happens to you. I've had it happen to me. But I eventually got over it and I realized that person was not for me. And there's an interesting connection that I've had with somebody for about a year. And we've kind of taken a break from talking with one another. And although I miss them and I miss talking to them, and I know that they've said that they miss me too. And it was a little bit of a, like a more than a friend's connection. There's somebody in the back with a garbage can. Even though it was a little bit more than like a friend connection, I have to honor the path that he's on. And um, 
the path that anybody in a romantic fashion or even a, in a platonic fashion. Dang, there's so much happening right now. <laughs> the universe is like, okay, pause for a minute. Okay, I think I'm good now. Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so, um, it's just honoring the, the level somebody else is on in their life. And if they're not ready to have you in their life, you cannot change them. That's that other radical acceptance that I was talking about in the beginning is honoring where the person's at. Sometimes I'll get into connections with people and I want so badly to change them. I want so badly for me to be like, this is, the path is right there in front of you. I'm offering you this opportunity. Let me help you heal and let me show you some avenues and all these things and it'll be beautiful. But I cannot fix anybody. I have to accept them with where they're at and when they're ready for my guidance or I'm ready for their connection again too our souls will know and they will come back and it will feel good again. But we just have to honor where people are. And sometimes that's a really, really hard acceptance too. And we don't have to be happy with it. Again, the way some, this recent thing just ended this past week and the way that um, something ended with the more than friends type of situation with this other guy that ended um, or there's a break type situation happened. Um is radical acceptance. I didn't like the way either of them ended, but it's not for me to choose. It's just the path of what's happening. And I have to just pick the path of least resistance where I accept. And to one of them, I have a little bit more love for. The other one, the one that recently happened, it's hard for me to digest right now and I don't have to be happy with it. I don't have to be happy with the other person either. Um, But that's just how it is. And accepting that too and accepting harsh love from people that might not be able to be as compassionate can also show you a whole nother avenue of yourself that you might not know can be transforming or representative excuse me of um where we are in life trying to decide if there's anything else um anything else but also if you make if you feel like somebody else is making you feel like you're crazy take that as a full body no as well and again there doesn't have to be like super harsh feelings towards anybody but it's it's a respectful boundary for yourself that when somebody else makes you feel like you're crazy for honoring or doing what you have to do in this life then it's a no for you and that's something that I learned too, is I've had people that made me feel like I was crazy, but I kept letting them in. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Like they're challenging me. No, that that's a fuck no for your body. And when somebody constantly questions your judgment, that's also a no. Don't let anybody question your judgments. Either they're going to empower you in that judgment or, or unless you ask for them to question your judgment. But if not, take that also as a full body no we're here to trust ourselves we have this vessel for a reason our soul chose this vessel because it was the most in love with this vessel and we're here to experience before we die because this life is fleeting and that's one thing I've been hearing over and over and over um I have a great opportunity coming up where I will be traveling solo um And you know what scares the living shit out of me to even admit that, to say that I've been waking up for the past like five days where I'm like, 
like kind of like waking up where I'm just like I'm not anxious but it's like that excited nervousness oh boy I think I might shut the door um yeah there's like um excited nervousness around actually I think I need to even shut the door the dogs are going crazy no 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 Okay, short intermission again. Um, trying to collect back to where I was even going with. Um, I don't even know what I was just saying. Oh, okay. So I've been waking up like for the past five, four or five mornings, like with like a like that excited like jittery. Like you know when you have something planned that day, you know it's gonna be super super exciting. And you, like, jump out of bed and you're like, yeah, but you have, like, excited butterflies, I guess. And sometimes I get that confused with anxiety. So I'm just like, am I anxious or am I excited? And I don't really have to know right now. Because either way, I know what I have to do. Even if it feels so incredibly uncomfortable in my body. Like, right now, my stomach is, like, turning into a knot. Because there's going to be a lot of things where I have to push myself out of my comfort zone to receive what I want. And one of those things is solo travel. Oh, as I say this too, like my throat gets ticklish and my heart rate is now racing and my stomach is in that knot. And it's going to take that moment for a deep breath and yeah, radical acceptance. There's nothing wrong with me. I can feel what I need to feel. I don't have to feel happy about this. <laughs> I'm allowed to feel scared because this is... There's some people in my life that are just like, oh yeah, this is normal. And other people are just like, what? You're traveling alone? You're doing all these things? And I'm like, yeah. And so the people that are just like, oh, awesome. Like, I did that last month or whatever. And it's just like, damn. Um, there's so many polarities within that. So, yeah. And, um, don't remember where I was talking about where I was going next, but I'm going even further out west. Um, and I'm hoping to get a job. There's one that's kind of like there for me. I need the last confirmation though. I already have a plane ticket out there. Um, some way I'll make it out there and I'll find a job of some sort because they know that it's calling to me and the connections that are there. But I just have to, yeah, be okay and accept that I don't have to be fully excited and that I wish there was different circumstances for it, but it is what it is. It's what's being handed to me for me to learn, even though I hate admitting that, even though I really want to say, fuck you, universe. Even though I just want to be like, you know, I just want to go home and curl up into a ball in my bed that I've known for the past nine years of my life and cry and go back to what I was living like before. But I hated the way that life was happening before because I was just at home all the time or doing random jobs or working or I was in my house and all my other friends were either at college or they, you know, were doing their own thing. So it just felt like I had to get out. And that's when I asked for the sign to come out here. 
But I also have to admit that coming out here was incredibly nerve-wracking and incredibly hard for me to admit. Um, You know, even being okay flying out here alone and knowing that there was going to be challenges and that it was going to be a brand new environment. The night before flying out here, I was so incredibly nerve-wracked. Getting on the plane, I almost, like, literally ran. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, mom, come pick me up. I, I thought that I was going to have, a, like, a freaking heart attack before getting on the plane. Um, and I just felt incredibly just, like, my body wanted to say no, but I know that in my heart I felt yes. So I got on the plane, came here. It was beautiful for a while, became chaotic. It's time for a change again. And I, this is like the last little bit. There's more chaos in the back that I'm getting distracted with. Um, but it's the pivot. We're here in this lifetime for the pivot or live for the pivot. It's when things we don't expect to happen, happen. And then we, they happen. And we're like, okay, cool. You know, like this girl said that she was some kind of like an executive for a company And then she dropped out to be a content creator. And then she stopped being, like, a content creator, like, full-time. And now she's going back to grad school to be, like, an engineer. And she also moved out of home and lived as, like, a raft guide. And then she's like, eh, I want to be a horseback ride teacher. And then she became, like, an art teacher. Like, it's for the pivot, you know? It's for whatever. And that's what I've been thinking about is it's for the plot. It's one of my friends that I just newly made, he was saying, like, Well, the first, the only thing that's constant is change, but also do it's going to make you proud. Like, what are you going to have an awesome story about for your future self? And right now, the most awesome story that I'll have is what I have to do moving more out west. And if I stay here, I know that it's going to be more comfortable and I could get a job out here or I could go home and get a job out there and then reevaluate. But I also know that it will just be as challenging leaving those areas as I where I am right now and that my family has been really really encouraging with being like you need to go and you don't like I mean I have a space of course to like go anywhere but it's like do I have a space to be able to or they want me to go out and explore you know have this new opportunity and they're like pushing me to do that and yeah, even sometimes that's hard to accept or to hear that it's okay or they don't really, like, want me home just because they want me to, you know, grow as an adult. But, um, yeah, I'm always welcomed, though, and you're always loved somewhere. And it's also the willingness to put aside your ego and to say both of us have messed up and I want to restart again. And sometimes life just doesn't give us the opportunity as well. And maybe you have a different story for this lifetime of yours. But know that there's somebody out there that if you just open up to a little bit, they can also give you connections or they can also give you some radical acceptance or some radical love. But it's what you choose to do. And the other thing is don't close your heart out just because one person made you untrust yourself or, you know, you thought you could trust them or a couple people thought you thought you could trust them or lean on them and then they you know, fuck that up. Don't close your heart out to that. Is when you're old, another quote that I heard that almost made me cry was when you're old, you want your heart to be bruised in the best way possible. 
You want to be bruised and beaten up because of the love that you accepted and the love that you put out. You are like this little child in this cage of your rib cage. That's what your heart is. Um, this is some good imagery. And you're sitting there and you need to allow people in. And if people have hurt you in the past, and I know it sucks, and this is advice I need to tell myself too, but just do it. Just go for it. You only live once. When you're on your deathbed, you're not going to say, oh my God, I lived such a small little life and, you know, I loved it. It's going to be, you wish you took more chances. You wish you took more leaps. You wish you did all these things, but you won't know that unless you do them. And I know it's fucking hard. I won't tell you it's not hard. And it doesn't get any easier from what I've experienced so far. One day it might. One day it might be my new normal where I'm constantly jumping around, which I kind of hope is my life in the future. Is I really just want to be like a nomad where I'm like going places and I'm just like living on the edge and I'm living for the pivot. Like, oh, you want to go to freaking um, Russia for a month? I'm like, yeah, like somebody just invites me out there. Like, of course. Like, yeah, I'll just like, you know, let me join. Um, and whatever whatever is going to happen or I don't know. But... Life is wild and life is beautiful and yeah, it also sucks. So that's my final statement. Life is wild, life is beautiful, but it also sucks and allow yourself to accept that. So I love you and I will talk to you when I talk to you next. Bye-bye.